Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's now the home for Section 336, 336 Daily, and Film Study with Ken McCusick because it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you want in one place. You can record and edit on the website or the app. If you don't know what you're doing with audio, no problem. And they take care of the distribution. They get you onto iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, all that stuff. And again, they'll help you monetize it with little ads like this. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Hey, guys. Good morning. 336 Daily. Haven't done it in a while. I uh, went away for Dorian, and now I am back. It is Thursday, August 5th. The Orioles had a surprise off day yesterday as they squeezed the, two game, the three-day series in Tampa into two days by playing, bumping Wednesday's game up a day and playing them both on Tuesday, uh, basically so the team would be able to fly back to Baltimore and not have to deal with Dorian in case Dorian made landfall or any of that crap, or in case he came across the state. Because what I learned about hurricanes over the past week and a half, maybe two weeks, is nobody really knows what they do. Science is getting better. The meteorologists are getting better. But in the end, nobody knows. They'll direct and say, oh, look, they've got these things called spaghetti models. And that's where if you see the drawing with like 100 lines in different directions, it's because it's 100 different predictions. And what they do in the way they figure it out is they just wait for 100 of the predictions to start to line up and say, okay, well, if 100 different computers think it's going in this direction, we're going to go with that and say it must be going in this direction. But there's always like one straggler computer that says, nope, it's going to whip around right through the center of Florida and... That's it. So, anyway, Dorian came through. No big deal for Florida, thankfully. We all have seen on the news a huge deal for the Bahamas. And now it's working its way up to the Outer Banks in South Carolina. So, hopefully, it moves out to sea. I'd like, rather it not be a big deal up in the Outer Banks where my parents have a home. But for me, no big deal. It was just a, rain, a big rainstorm. There's some flooding. On the coast, a little closer to the coastline, not on my house, which is nice. But either way, I went to Tampa because we got a call this weekend. We actually got multiple calls, and we appreciate all of them from people offering for us to come and stay at their homes. Uh, but the first one that called was from some good friends of ours that we haven't seen in a few years that live in Tampa. And they said, hey, come stay with us. It'll be fun. And the Orioles are in town, so you get to go to the trot. So that's what we did. We went and spent a few days in Tampa. And on Monday, I went Labor Day and took the family to the Tropicana Field to see the Orioles and the Rays play, which was awesome because I miss live baseball. I really miss Camden Yards, but just... It was nice to get see the orange and black in person, to see Hunter Harvey. And I want to talk about that experience in just a moment. All right, let's get to it. Tropicana Field. What's it like? Have you guys been there? This is my first experience going there. And let's start off with indoor baseball. It's weird. The carpet, grass that they play on is weird. 
the fact that the warning track is just that same carpet grass but brown is weird. I know there's dirt around home plate and the base paths and stuff. I don't understand why. Like, if you can't do dirt in the warning track, why not just make the whole thing carpet like you're in uh, elementary school or something? And an uh, old gymnasium. It's just weird. It's cool that it's air-conditioned. It's nice to go be in Tampa where it's pretty hot out and there were thunderstorms and I'm sitting in AC. That's cool. Power never went out. That my last experience in a dome, power went out. And I didn't enjoy that. But this uh, power was fine. Air conditioner stayed on. Good concessions. Good yeah, lots of good things going for them. Lots of weird things because it's indoor baseball and it's an older stadium. Lots of weird things because it's a fan base that doesn't show up. Because it's a fan base that doesn't really care. Because, here's why, you want to know the truth? I really think the reason the fans don't show up is because it's in St. Petersburg. Now, I'm not trying to knock St. Petersburg, but it's not in Tampa. And it's like 45 minutes and it's from anywhere in Tampa. It was 55 minutes from the friends we were staying with. Other people I talked to, everyone said about 40, 45 minutes, an hour to get to the stadium. And I believe it because there's this really long bridge, highway thing you got to take. And I went on Labor Day and there wasn't traffic, but I'm told that every other day there's traffic on this bridge and a bunch of traffic during rush hour. So... I totally get it. If I'm if I'm working in Tampa, in the city, and I'm driving home, I'm then not going to want to go and get in that traffic to get to the games. Totally understand that. And I can't blame the people of Tampa for going because of where it's at. It sucks. But no one goes to the games, and that sucks. And this was Labor Day. There was no traffic. The crowd, I was told, was a little larger than normal, but the crowd was tiny. It was quiet. There was no excitement. It was so quiet that I could hear. I was sitting in the left field, what we would call, like, I don't know, left field. I don't know what Camden Yards calls it, but basically bleachers. I was in left field. I was left center field, row three. I was way back there, but I could hear every time the catcher's glove hit the ball. Where the ball hit the catcher's glove, I could hear that pop. You shouldn't be able to hear that from the outfield because there should be excitement in the crowd. Uh, there was the whole stuff with Dylan Tate hitting Fam and Fam saying that the dugout was chirping and asking for him to do it and cheering him on for doing it. They were not because I was in left field. I would have heard it. You can. I loved Brandon Hyde's comments about how it felt like a college, small college game that you could hear a pin drop in that stadium. It is eerie. It is weird how quiet that stadium is. They've got good things going for them. They've got things. They've got winning baseball going for them. That should be all it takes. But you're hurting yourself with the location of your stadium, with the age of your stadium. It's old. It needs work. They're doing the best they can in Tampa. They're doing neat things. They've got the flashing LED lights, but they're not using them fully. They've got the chance to be an awesome stadium. They should be doing cool things with the starting lineups 
like when you go to a Capitals game where they basically treat it like it's WWE. They need to be doing neat things and be like, hey, we're an indoor stadium. Let's do things. Let's make this experience and do things that you can never do in an outdoor stadium. That's what they should be doing. And maybe they used to. And maybe part of it is the fact that no one goes to the games. They've got a cool mascot. And I'm not talking about their main mascot, but this side guy, DJ Kitty, I don't know what he does, but he's cool. And they need to be using him more. Like, put him up there with some turntables. Put him on the Jumbotron. Do something. DJ Kitty was pretty cool. But they did nothing with him. They, I don't know. I don't get it. They got to get people in the stadium. They're not slashing their ticket prices. They need to. They're, the Orioles, if you buy, like, one ticket, you get two kids' tickets for free, trying to reach that fan base. They raised need to do that. I took the entire family. Now, the Rays did, for Labor Day, have a, had a deal, which I believe was only for that one day, where for every adult ticket, you could buy a kid's ticket for $2. And it was only in certain sections, but it was something. But again, raise $2. You don't need my $6 because I brought three kids in. You don't need the $6 because that $6 is nothing. What you needed from me was the fact that I took three kids and bought chicken tenders and fries for two of them. I bought ice cream for one of them. I bought Dippin' Dots for two of them. I bought cotton candy for two of them. They went and played their video games. They went and did this. I brought $12 sodas. Good thing the Rays are doing. Free refills on the souvenir cups. That's a good thing. But Rays, I spent 100 bucks in concessions and crap. You didn't need the $6 for kids. And that was just what I spent on my kids. Truth is, I didn't buy anything for myself because I spent all my money for my kids. But if you would make a deal like this, $30 a month, like the Orioles are doing for September, I will always praise the Orioles for this. And when they do things to try to reach out to people like this, because that's what everyone who struggles to bring people in should. Because, Rays, if I gave you 30 bucks and you let me come every day, guess what I would have done? I would have came Monday and brought the family and spent all that money. I would have came Tuesday and had lunch there and spent money. I would have probably I would have stayed for the second game and had dinner there. That's what you know. I'm an out-of-towner. Think about the guys who live in St. Petersburg, live in Tampa. Especially, you know who you really reach on those 30 days? You reach the singles. The single guys who are like, eh, why not go eat some dinner at the ballpark, catch a few innings before I head home? That's who you reach. So Tampa's got some stuff going for them. The number one thing they got going for them is winning baseball. And I don't know. I know Major League Baseball says they're trying to make it work in Tampa. I don't know what they're actually doing. I don't know what the city of Tampa is doing. You need a stadium in Tampa. Bring winning baseball over the bridge. Put winning baseball where people can go to. What makes Camden Yards great, besides the fact that it's an amazing stadium, is the location. If you're in the city, out of the city, it's easy to get to. Tampa needs to do that. On the Orioles front, they won one game. It was cool for me personally to see Hunter Harvey in person because I hadn't been able to see him since he got the call up. That was cool for me. They won one game. 
that's fine. The Rays are a better team. The truth is it helps us if we lose. We're not, we hate to admit it. I don't cheer for it. But we know it helps if the Orioles lose. Um, tonight, they play the Rangers. The Rangers come to Baltimore. I got a call yesterday saying that Brandon Hyde was walking around downtown Annapolis yesterday. Not sure if that's true. This guy swears it was Brandon Hyde walking around and his wife walking around. But he didn't go up and talk to him. Maybe one of you guys saw him downtown. Either way, the O's are back in town tonight to take on the Texas Rangers. The pitcher for tonight is TBD. The pitcher for tomorrow is TBD. The pitcher for Saturday is TBD. The pitcher for Sunday is TBD. It's September. The Orioles are calling up random people. I guess they could probably call up more. You don't have to just call them up on September 1st. Uh, I will, You know what? One more thing before I get out of here. Mark Trumbo got the call up. I got to see his first game back on Monday. And when he got a double. And the next day he got a good hit too. So, good for Trumbo. I know we like to joke that he destroyed the pies. I think we all understand it wasn't Trumbo that, that stopped the pies. But it's kind of like... It's like Cal Ripken and, and Kevin Cosner. We know it's not the truth, but, man, it's just too good of a story to let go of. So enjoy your day. We will talk tomorrow. It's nice to be back to 336 Daily. Let's pray that Dorian gets out to sea and doesn't do any more damage up the coast. Talk to you guys tomorrow.